This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, this time of year, there's a lot on the minds of students out there, particularly if you're graduating and you're wondering what happens now. What is that job market like? There seems like there are so many contradictory, you know, status factors out there about is it a good time to be looking for a job and yet you hear about layoffs happening out there. So let's kind of get a hold of this and find out what the class of 2023 can actually expect in the job marketplace. Joining us now is Mike Sheckman, who's the Senior Regional Director of Robert Half, based here in Vancouver. Mike, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Vinny. So what is the job market out there like now for graduates of this year? It is an exciting time. Uh, you know, the ongoing labor shortage may actually prove to be quite uh, an advantage for the class of 2023. Uh, it's actually a strong uh, market despite some of the headlines that we're reading right across the board. Um, when you look back over the last six months, Canada added nearly 350,000 positions. So it's uh, quite fascinating to see uh, what uh, will happen over the next number of months. So what should some candidates perhaps be prepared for about what the process is like? You know, what we've seen is that, um, you know, uh, organizations are, uh, although excited about bringing on new individuals, they are uh, a little bit cautious. Uh, So there will be multiple interviews uh, that will be uh, expected. The good news is that the process actually moves quite and fairly quickly and organizations are quite efficient. But it could be uh, up to two, three, even four uh, interviews that can take place uh, even for new grads. So just making sure that you're aware of the process and being uh, prepared is, uh, is critical in, that, uh, in those steps. Okay. And what kind of questions can they get to, can they expect perhaps? Will it be all about their skills, do you think? You know, that's, it's an interesting point. Um, when, when you're looking at the hard skills and some of the soft skills, um, you know, organizations have started moving away from some of the technical aptitude. Uh, and what's interesting and fascinating to see as well is that uh, organizations are now really focusing on uh, some of the soft skills. Uh, what, are, what are some of your uh, motivators? Uh, how do you collaborate with uh, with other individuals or, or departments? So, you know, having the ability to utilize your transferable skills for what you learn at schools, whether it's uh, school projects or uh, presentations, are going to be critical uh, in your next uh, in your next position. So it's not just they want to know can you do the work; they they kind of want to know how you do the work. Uh, absolutely. When you think about the the hybrid work model and how we were uh, thrusted to working remotely through the pandemic, uh, especially now as people are. Uh, more coming back into the office and you have teams that are working all over the map. Collaboration is, is really critical. So it's quite uh, quite interesting to see uh, how that uh, will transfer to, uh, to new grads as well. And being able to leverage uh, technology to uh, create efficiency is going to be uh, one step as they move into uh, the workforce. Now, Mike, I've also heard from people who do the hiring, you know, managers and that kind of thing. And they often talk about or tell stories of people who've shown up at an interview and are just 
kind of woefully unprepared, right? Don't know anything about the company. And I mean, what kind of homework does a prospective employee need to do? Yeah, no, it's, it's a great point. Uh, you know, beyond those uh, skills, you know, managers are re- really looking at individuals that are going to be taking the time to, to learn about the organization, uh, making sure that you review the website at the very least, uh, even taking the time to, to understand uh, the industry and, um, you know, the, the more recent uh, news about the, the company as well, whether it's news releases, uh, et cetera. So taking that into, taking that um and making that due diligence and getting to know the organization uh, in depth will, will set you apart. Uh, and, um, you know, that is, that is really the bare expectation that many employers will have. So it's, uh, it is really crucial uh, with uh, all the information at hand that you uh, take advantage of that and uh, prepare well. Is it okay to follow up after an interview? You know, like you don't hear anything. Can you call them and be just like, hey, wondering what happened with that? Yeah, I think I would even take a step uh, back with that. I think that uh, when you are going through the interview process, uh, setting that clear expectation to understand what the process may look like uh, will not uh, will, will set the tone in terms of uh, how and when you can follow up as well. And, that, and again, this is a great differentiation point. Uh, you know, I always advise uh, many candidates to send a thank you note uh, after the interview and stay in touch with the hiring manager, but set that expectation so you're not and the cadence of that follow-up as well. Uh, so you're not uh, hounding the employer or the prospective uh, hiring manager, uh, but it does set you apart. And, and maybe it is traditional. Maybe even take the time to write a, um, a thank you note on, uh, on a card uh, and send that out uh, or courier that. I think that will certainly uh, make the mark uh, and uh, maybe set you apart from some of the competition out there. Okay, and I also want to ask you about social media because if you're a class of 2023, you know, graduate, you're fairly young, you know, I would assume at this point, therefore pretty active on social media. But how much do employers look at that? And if you're posting, you know, stuff about going out and having a good time all the time on social media, how much does that play into potential jobs, Mike? There's always going to be a risk, and, and I would say that um, most uh, astute employers, it's one of the first things that they do uh, before they hire individuals is just Google individuals' names or doing the background checks, uh, and it's, it's crucial. It's crucial that, um, you know, how you want to proceed, uh, you know, is, is how your social uh, presence is going to look like. So maintaining a respectable online presence, is going to be really important uh, and in making sure that uh, it aligns with what you want people to see you as. Uh, so uh, whether it's, uh, you know, making sure that um, your your LinkedIn is uh, also up to date, making sure that, uh, again, people are, are seeing the best uh, uh, version of yourself. Uh, and uh, that's something that uh, most organizations will, uh, will do as part of the hiring process as well. All right. Well, so you're saying that, you know, for the class of 2023, Stay positive. Absolutely. Stay positive. Uh, stay curious. Uh, stay uh, really hungry and, and, and motivated. And I think that the more uh, humble you go into the position, uh, the more uh, you want to learn, the, the better your odds are in, in, in getting the position and, and growing with an organization. So uh, it's exciting times and, and really look forward to the new uh, individuals that are coming into the workforce. Uh, we certainly need... Uh, as many people as possible, as we see uh, a lot of baby boomers retiring and uh, 
it's going to be uh, a short labor market for years to come, so it's important that we uh, get a lot of skilled individuals into the workforce. All right, Mike, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.